welcome to A Revolution Comes to the Podcast, in which I talk about the Appendix N of the role-playing game Revolution Comes to the Kingdom, or ostensibly. In this episode, I'm going to talk about a point-and-click adventure game called Chinatown Detective Agency, and that's not in the Appendix N of RCTK, but I thought it might be interesting anyway. Okay, let's introduce uh, Chinatown Detective Agency. It is a point-and-click adventure game uh, developed by General Interactive Company, Co. And it was released in 2022. And you can get it on various platforms. I played it on the Xbox. And it's set in a cyberpunk version of Singapore in the near future. And your character is a private detective with an office in the Chinatown district, hence the name. And you take on a case uh, kind of initially where I mean, you are returning old stamps to the country of origin. That's like the opening puzzle. And there's some other things like you're uncovering some conspiracies that are happening uh, within Singapore as well as flying around the world. And uh, I should confess at this point, I've only played a bit of it. I haven't played it to completion. Uh, but I think I've already got enough to steal for role-playing games. So there are sort of three liftable things, I think, from Chinatown Detective Agency. Um, although before that, um, I suppose there's a kind of ancillary thing that I think is good about it. And uh, that's its Singaporeanness. Um, you know, you don't really hear uh, Singaporean voices in game audio very often. And uh, so I found that charming by itself. Um, I like how the interface has you going to different locations by traveling on the MRT, which is how they misspell NTR in Singapore. And um, yeah, just uh, I think that there's a lot of nice atmospheric bits in it. The rest of the world is relatively undeveloped. You know, you shop, it has sort of one screen representing each city that you fly to, but Singapore is more in depth and you can walk around different places uh, at each MRT stop and, and interact with people um, to a, a greater or lesser degree. Now, um, for the liftable things, uh, number one is a thing the game tells you very early on on the tutorial screen that you're going to have to do research outside the game. Like the answers to some puzzles are not in the game, um, which sounded not amazing when I first read it, but as soon as I got into those parts I realised this game was actually made for my brand of useless trivia because um, you could research things outside the game or you could already know them. So when I saw you know, a, a partial postal frank on a stamp that said R-O-U-T-H, um, I immediately knew which uh, part of a French spelling of a city <laughs> that was. Basically I spent my whole life training for this game. Um, but yeah, research outside the game, that's a thing that's increasingly practical. I think this is the first time I've seen it in a video game, but it's not the first time I've seen it in a tabletop RPG. And it's, yeah, it's, it's practical now. You can get Wikipedia on your phone. 
it's something you can do. And I've, I worked with it, I made a little scenario for a gumshoe contest a few years back, which I called Monster Squad Control. Not that pleased with it now. It was a one page contest, which um, is why it wasn't a great scenario. But part of the whole setup was you were expected to research the mythology of the monster you were hunting yourself. It's a, a very limited word count. So, so of course, the, the bulk of the information is out there on the internet. And that's the thing that could be, could be useful or could be annoying. I think you should have, you'd have to use it sparingly, but a bit of real world information can be, can be very good, can be very gratifying. Okay, the second thing I think is great to mention um, is a gameplay mechanic I haven't actually encountered, but I did watch the instructions at the beginning of the game, so I know it exists. And that is that in Chinatown Detective Agency, you can get into a shootout with an NPC. And the fail state for that game is that you kill your enemy. Um, I think this is this seems related to the gumshoe. You always get the information, or you always continue principle, but in an interesting way. So in this, this is definitely a loss. It's a classic detective trick. Why did you kill him? That guy had information, and. Uh, yeah, explicitly calling that out and making that the stakes of a fight. Very interesting. I guess some people might want more personal jeopardy for their main character as well. But it's certainly an interesting way of handling violence in a genre that's not necessarily about that, but in which, you know, if you're on the mean cyberpunk streets, it does seem in genre that a shootout might be possible. Um, and in the detective story, it does seem possible that you know the detective might get into a fight and they very rarely die mid-mission or mid-novel but they do they do lose access to avenues of of the investigation uh, when when that kind of thing happens so that's a good mechanic and it's one that's easy to make if you're setting the stakes for your you know your uh, I don't know Cthulhu Dark scenario where uh, you know the player character tries to tries to just wing the suspect, and you say, "Well, I think it'd be more interesting if uh, if you don't just wing them, and then you roll the dice and you see which one happens." But the, the final thing that I think is liftable from Chinatown Detective Agency, and that ties into the previous one and finally ties this episode into Revolution Comes to the Kingdom is that you can fail. The game warns you about this up front in uh, Chinatown Det Detective Agency. You can fail. You can not solve a case. Now there's always going to be more cases coming along, although I think it's possible you can also just have a game over in the game. Uh, but yeah, you, you can fail. The The problem with the you're always going to make some progress idea is that it means there's little sense of jeopardy. Whereas knowing that it might be that you just never solve a case, that does give you some feeling of trepidation that your decisions are important. And uh, 
in the time I played, I never did fail a case, but the, the fact that it was possible uh, meant that, yeah, it, it meant that the stakes felt real and it was more exciting, you know, regardless of whether you fail or not, the fact that you could uh, makes it a good game. Okay, so that's it. That's your pod for now. Um, I don't know, future episodes might get back to the actual appendix in of RCTK. Um, I normally at this point I'm meant to plug a Patreon. You know, like the whole thing. Uh, if you are one of the Patreon people, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, stay tuned. I've got a, a couple of like revised versions of things coming soon. So, Harry uh, Du Luc and just published a corrected. Um, Revolution comes to the Kingdom PDF, and I think I'll be looking at a slightly expanded architect maybe next month. I think this month will be something else. Oh, that was informative, wasn't it? Good outro. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>